I am excited to be talking today with proud Michigan man who is the newest Cleveland Browns defensive end, Chase Winovich. Welcome, Chase. Great to be here. How's it going, everyone? I'm doing awesome, man. So I just saw you recently put it out to the fans to vote between uh, jersey numbers 69 and 98. Did you think there was actually a chance people were picking 98? I figured there's always a chance. Um, All right. Yeah, no, I just I said, hey, listen, I'm going to uh, I'm going to leave it up to the people. It was a um, it was one of those things where I I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I went to Michigan. I was a Wolverine, and I'm sure that I wasn't uh, the top of the list of like the favorite players from Ohio State's perspective. Which I mean, I didn't really want to be a favorite player right. from the perspective, anyways. Uh, but I yeah. figured, okay, I'm a, you know I'm in I'm in the heart of Ohio, arguably in, in Cleveland. Um, and how can I kind of make that up to him? And I said, you know what, let's just see what happens. And uh, overwhelmingly, the people spoke. They said, people of Ohio want number 69. So I said, as a man of my word, I got to do it. And here yeah. I am. That's awesome. Did you have a preference? Did I have a preference? Uh, it didn't really matter to me. The way I look at it is that, um, honestly, for me, it was a uh, – it was more of a statement of like, I mean, a, a, apart from several other things, obviously, um, I think people get so caught up in their identities as in like, yeah. okay, you know, you're, you're white, I'm black, I'm, I'm Asian, you're, you're this or that, or I'm male, you're female. Um, and the list goes on and on. And these sort of things I just think are kind of irrelevant in the grand scheme of things. It's like, nah, I, I am number 69, but I also just happen to be number 69. Um, and that sort of separation is something that I think is, um, uh, is a bigger problem going on in society. So I said, why not? Um, that's an awesome perspective, really awesome perspective, but, uh, to stick with the, uh, hard hitting questions here, uh, last week I spoke <laughs> to your, um, your old teammate, David Andrews, who cut off his mullet. Uh, so what's going on here? Is there just like a new trend for, uh, you know, short hair? Or was it like uh, some other motivation? Yeah, the way I see it is this. And obviously, I, I think pretty deeply about things. Is yeah. that in life in general, we all are on our own individual soul journey. And part of that journey is, you know, obviously, you start from a specific place. And for me, that was about seven years ago, whenever I started growing my hair out, whenever I was at Michigan. And during that time, even though my hair was growing out, really, it was a journey inward. And during that time, obviously, I learned a ton of things. I, I feel that I kind of went into the, the belly of the whale of sorts. And, uh, you know, the journey up wasn't any easier. But ultimately, I, I was sitting there and I was meditating up in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, and I was thinking about it. And I was like, you know what, it's time. It's time I... Uh, I cut my hair. Um, you know, I think I've, I've returned back to the place from which I had, you know, kind of embarked on this journey of growing my hair out. And uh, yeah, so I just, I woke up the next morning and I was like, it's time. So I went and got a cut, but I don't know what, what his logic is. <laughs> uh, man, he, uh, yeah, just a fresh, I guess just a fresh start. And uh, I, I don't know, I might have to now go back to my old, uh, buzz haircut days just to follow the lead of you guys but uh yeah well I, I might grow, i might grow it back out i, I think uh go. yeah who knows I, I i cut it on saturday and they traded me on tuesday so i don't know if they didn't like the haircut or what it was but 
Yeah, those uh, the Pats they judge short haircuts or something like that. But yeah, uh, I, I, I know it's messed up, but <laughs> it's like the so David. David the better officer. watch out now that he now that he got a uh, he cut his mark. right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The um. Well, let's take it to football here, but uh, we'd just love to hear kind of some background through uh, M- Michigan leaving leading up to being drafted to, to the Patriots. Yeah. So you just want me to talk about like my time in Michigan or. Yeah. Ju- well, just like, uh, you know, through high school, like, I, you know, obviously you were, you were great at football then. And so just through high school leading up to um, going to Michigan and playing there. Yeah. Um, well, I'll take it back one step further. Please. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, I was obviously just, a, a naive student of sorts, but, uh, I also had, big aspirations and so the guidance counselor she had asked in front of everybody like what is it that you guys want to do when you're older like what what careers like you know I don't know what the purpose of the uh the the speech was um but you know I I stood up and I said you know I want to play in the NFL I want to be a professional athlete and she said uh in front of everybody she said um you know the chances of you doing that are pretty slim to none I mean you better better just consider some some other options and, um, you know, I obviously use that as uh, I'm the type to use that as, as uh, motivation, but, uh, I, you know, it's kind of been my, uh, my journey. I'd say every, every corner through high school, it was, uh, just an example of like, you know, you won't do it because of this or that, uh, yada, yada, yada. And then uh, finally, um, I got a couple scholarship offers and then like the rest is, uh, kind of history, but, um, yeah, Michigan actually offered me second to Ohio state. So, right. So when they, uh, Michigan called me and offered me the next day, I, I told that, you know, in my mind, I was like, you know, day too late, dollar, dollar too short type of deal. But, um, I took a visit up there and my brother and I went up and saw a basketball game and I just fell in love. I, I loved so many things about it, but, um, it was just the spirit of Michigan, which really attracted me there. Yeah, there is such a deep-rooted history. I I, I got to get to a game. I still haven't been to a game there yet. I've, I've seen the, the epic uh, stadium, but uh must have just been an amazing experience to play play in that place. So, Yeah, it was really electric. The, the fans are awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. But, so leaving Michigan again, drafted by the, the Pats, like how cool is that? Going to the Pats, coming them coming off a Super Bowl win was just, was that kind of a pinch me moment, or obviously a pinch me moment? I'm sure. Yeah, it was definitely a pinch me moment, just in general. I mean, I was in the other room playing uh, Nintendo 64. I had a broken mm-hmm. thumb at the time; I just had surgery, and I was with some of my childhood friends. And when I got the call, and it was a it was a really cool moment to be validated in that sense and have something like tangible as being drafted uh to actually show for my hard work yeah it was great it was really cool uh i can't i can't imagine uh, like people's uh like initial feelings of those are really cool but i, I don't want to get to the nitty-gritty here but uh sure. were we playing Mar- mario kart or uh i was playing Golden super Eye. smash bros smash bros yeah. all right cool I, i'm yeah, not like a huge video bros. game guy but like little mario kart never hurt anybody so. yeah i love i love mario kart myself but uh no that particular night i was i think i was blue party hat pikachu 
playing nice. Super Smash Bros. We had to. I don't think we ever finished the game, unfortunately, but uh, we should have because um, you know, I was I was I think I was doing pretty well that night. But <laughs> good excuse, good excuse. But uh, exactly. from the outside, it seems like you've like approached the game of football in life. And even just talking to you so far right now is like with a smile on your face and a lighthearted approach, like where, where do you think that comes from? I think it comes from perspective. I think that, you know, I'm, I philosophize on some, on some things, I guess. I just, just the way I view the world. And with that said, it's like, you know, we can only view the world from within and, um, it's like if if I'm miserable, if I'm upset, it's not somebody else's problem. It's it's my problem. So I uh, I just try to enjoy every day. It really is a blessing, and um, you know, no sense making myself feel bad. I, I've 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 been sad before. I've been uh, been been depressed. My uncle, when I was 11 years old, killed himself. Um, so I, I see the uh, the other side of of what of what sadness and depression and all that sort of thing can bring. Um, and so I, I, I try to look at things on the bright side. Yeah. Well, it's definitely contagious. So uh, thank you for that. But um, You're I'm, welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm serious. It is, uh, you know, just being around people that can kind of carry that and ooze positivity. Uh, you know, you, if you don't believe energy is contagious just try to be around someone like yourself so um it makes makes me uh, uh more motivated to be like that so well i think but, uh, i think in a small way that's why I'm, I'm on this phone call to begin with and a lot of the other people that you've interviewed i think that uh that you know your state of being has a sort of uh, uh magnetism to it and uh it attracts certain things into your life whether that's good or bad and i think if you operate in a certain way especially positively you'll you'll attract other people that are uh you know like-minded uh, birds of a feather flock together as they say yeah for sure so i'm sure this uh it's been a busy off season learning a new system in cleveland but uh love to a little bit know a little bit more what you have going on off the field outside of football yeah so most of my time is spent working out and uh just preparing and for, for this upcoming season, watching film and, and learning the new playbook, as you said, it's, um, you know, it's a lot of the same stuff, but different terminology and uh, different, uh, different minute details, which ultimately uh, make the biggest difference. But off the field, I've always been one to, uh, I mean, especially during my time in the NFL, I've realized that, uh, you know, there's a reason they call the NFL the not for long league. And, uh, you know, on top of being, you know, a lot of guys, are, you know, only having so many years in the league. Um, it's a very, very physical game. I mean, it's you take the they think about it conceptually. It's like you take the biggest guys on earth and pay them as much money as they can to, to go against me in, in specific as a, you know, a defensive end, edge rusher, linebacker. It's like um, it's quite the concept. So I, I just I don't know. I, I felt that when I was in eighth grade, going back to that story, it's like, you know, I set my sights on something that was bigger than what was in my immediate vicinity. Um, the first, the first thing that happens is, you know, the, the price of admission for trying to do something different or think beyond that uh, immediate tribalistic uh, notion and view of things is, uh, is cynicism. You know, cynicism is the price of admission. So, you know, when it comes to off the field stuff, 
um, I just said, okay, in my free time and in my off season, it's like, what can I do that doesn't necessarily just involve my body? You know, I was like, I know that I can train. I can, you know, I can see the results of, of my hard work in the gym. I, you know, I get stronger, I can get faster, I get hit harder. Um, I can get more sacks, et cetera, et cetera. But it's like, what can I create with my mind? with my soul and, and, and what can I, I build alongside uh, people that are like-minded and uh, good, you know, good-hearted humans and uh, like, what can I create? And uh, one of those things where it overlapped was, uh, was in the production side of things. You know, I remember in high school and in middle school and stuff, I'd always like be editing videos and I just like, just, I just found it fun to like take a bunch of random clips and assemble them together. So um, I met somebody backstage at Post Malone he had introduced me, this was years ago, he had introduced me to a few um, guys that I ended up, you know, forming a relationship with and a friendship with. And uh, we started a production company called House 17. And, um, you know, that that company has is, is been doing really well. But uh, more recently and more excitingly, on a different note, uh, we formed a, a partnership with a company in Boston called Big Night Entertainment, and I don't know. Are you familiar with Big Night? I am. Yeah, I know. I know the uh, Ed Kane and all those guys very well. Yeah, no, those guys are awesome, and I've had the pleasure to work with them. And uh, as part of like my off the field journey, it is is you know, as I said earlier, you know, before we we started the interview, is uh, I'm a perspective collector, and those guys have have really widened my horizons on. Uh, on business and life and, and philosophy and, and just everything in between. But uh, long story short, my House 17 production company, and uh, which has morphed into production and digital strategy and concierge and, and a whole slew of things, we formed a partnership with Big Night Entertainment, which is a, uh, you know, a huge company um, in Boston. They do a lot of the... Um, uh, they do everything. I mean, they're in production, they're in nightlife, they're they're in music and just anything across the entertainment spectrum. And we formed a partnership for Web3 and that partnership is called Rare Hive. And uh, it's essentially, you know, this is our, our latest project, but um, it's essentially a uh, next-gen technology consulting company um, with an emphasis on community building. So there's so much... Uh, there's so much work to be done in this space. It's like, if you think about the fact that, and I know I'm, I'm on a ramble here, but if you think about the fact that it's like old social media, the way it was on web two, it's like you got Facebook or Instagram. It's like all of these things are very like, you take pictures or maybe some videos and, and you upload them. And it's like, that's supposed to kind of reflect like what your, your company is what's cool about like the upcoming wave of, of how things are going to be moving and what, you know, I'm really passionate about is that it's not just about like taking a, like uh, some pictures of something to reflect that, that entity online. It's about how to make that entity actually exist and live and thrive and be vibrant in that community and transferring that from, from this like loose conglomeration that doesn't really exist online because the technology hasn't been there to actually like being a tangible thing that um, you can't quite feel yet um, in, in the metaverse. Uh, and, and yeah, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty epic. Um, you know, we've, we've done all sorts of uh, pretty exciting things so far. Um, one of the biggest uh, new developments on that front is a partnership with a project called Bears Deluxe. Um, yeah. So 
That's all. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, we'll make sure to include links. And uh, I mean, even if just people check you out on social media, like you can kind of see the uh, NFT interest woven through there and obviously on the cutting edge and um, have uh, no, no doubt done, done your research. And so it, we have this unique community here at Playing Field and uh, would love to know how we can support you and I see you've done some pretty amazing work with the Chad Tuff Foundation. So let us know how we can support you. Yeah, uh, that's a great question. Um, I would definitely have to, uh, to get back to you on just like, you know, maybe like specific links or anything along yeah. those lines. Um, just being on here and uh, introducing myself and uh, is, is a huge step in the right direction for me personally. Uh, most of my time is spent, as I said, preparing for um for you know being a professional football player especially with how big of a year it is coming up but um you know when it comes to supporting me i'd say uh just check us out you know see what see what your thoughts are uh rarehive.io is our website for you know our newest entity uh that's probably going to be most interesting to uh to the the people specifically uh you know with with next gen technologies and web3 etc etc but uh yeah check it out and uh would love to, you know, to connect with you guys and uh, see what we can create. You know, I, th- I think this is a huge opportunity uh, just moving forward with, with uh, where things are going. And uh, we can make some, some pretty, pretty awesome things. That's awesome. Well, before uh, you go, I have to ask you about uh, a Hannah Montana theme song lyric in your Instagram <laughs> profile. I'll, I'll read it here and then you can explain. Mix it all together, and you know that it's the best of both worlds. Can you explain um, why that uh, lyric? I just thought it was funny. I came across a <laughs> Hannah Montana meme the other day, and yeah. I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I'm a Cleveland Brown, but I'm also a Michigan Wolverine, and um, those things are no doubt, um, you know, already a part of my identity. And uh, I thought it was pretty cool how, you know, you take a Michigan man, put him in Ohio, and you know, hey, you mix it all together. You know, it's the best of both worlds. Yeah, it's interesting. And here you talk a lot about uh, kind of mixing and, and, and gathering perspectives and all that. It's kind of like you are this collection uh, of everybody's different worlds and all these different people uh, you've touched along the journey. So uh, nothing like a good Hannah Montana quote there. So I love it. Made me laugh. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's all, yeah. all about having fun, man. Exactly. Well, Chase, uh, congrats on all the success you had and uh, you've had so far and coming up here in Cleveland, besides, uh, of course, when you play the Bucks. But uh, thank, thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you so much. Really appreciate you having me on.